What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Thank you so much for tuning back in here for part two here of our NC State baseball preview here, obviously with Sam Heifel and Chris Villeman from NC State Baseball, uh, two of NC State stud pitchers here. But if you haven't checked out part one already, make sure to go and check it out. As again, we've talked about, uh, obviously, you know, NC State in, in Omaha. We've talked a little bit about uh, Sam and Chris's time with Team USA, as well as kind of what they've been doing here during the offseason. So make sure to go check that out. Um, but jumping right back in here. So uh, before we kind of start previewing a little bit more in, of the 2022 uh, in-state baseball team, got to talk about, first of all, the Doak upgrades, which uh, were unveiled, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so, so Chris, I'll, I'll hand off to you first. So, you know, what was your uh, first reaction? And, and when did you guys find out about the uh, upgrades? Was it that much earlier than when the fans found out? Uh, we found out in our ceremony, our ring ceremonies, when we found out about the upgrades and nice. what would be the future for the for the Doug Field. And mm-hmm. it was just cool. I wish it would have happened earlier so we could be able to play on it. But yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Avon's gonna be happy about it. Avon, I was really just happy for Avon, really, just because he's been wanting this field for a very long time. Mm-hmm. For him to be able to finally do it, I'm just mm-hmm. it's really cool to, for him to experience it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, to add to that, I think. Um, even if it doesn't help, well, even if it doesn't help us while we're here, it's it's definitely going to help the program recruiting, uh, recruiting wise, and then development wise as well. Um, mm-hmm. For <clears throat> our coaching staff to recruit and develop the way they do with the facilities that we have right now um, <clears throat> is really impressive. And so, the fact that NC State is a top program in the country year in and year out speaks to how good. Um, this coaching staff is and mm-hmm. it, it can only get better you know with, with these Absolutely. these upgrades they're pretty awesome it'll be pretty pretty appealing yeah. to be local and uh if and when the minor league season and off season is a pretty good spot to work out oh yeah, and, yeah i'm definitely coming back yeah, to work out yeah. sure. they love letting people back to work out so i'll be here yeah yeah. Well, and, and I mean, it was good to see, obviously, that they obviously prioritize more of obviously appeasing the players as it should be. You know, obviously the fan stuff, you know, it'll take care of itself. I mean, then they, you know, if we have a top 10, top five team in the country, I mean, we're going to sell out, period, no matter how much shade or concessions or or grills right by the first baseline we have, you know. So uh, so that that's what counts. But uh, and, and I want to ask you guys about this, too. So so what was y'all's what was y'all's viewpoint on, on having the grills down the first baseline? I mean, first when I stood that, I saw that I was like, this seems a little dangerous, you know, to have have these, you know, grills, you know, with a, you know, that could have a baseball just flying down first baseline and knock one of them out. But I was, I don't know. That just, I just, that was the uh, one thing that really stood out to me the most. <laughs> yeah. Those are, I don't know for sure, but I have a good feeling that those are kind of the ideas taken from Louisiana tech where we okay. played uh, our regionals. They had, they right. had grills set up all the way down the first baseline and I could really? be wrong. They could have, they could have just came up with it on their own, but um, I have a feeling that that's where that came from. Huh. Uh, I feel like I feel like Avon did that because I feel like he would use them during the game or before the game. So yeah, I do I like, like, it. He, like playing I feel like it was his. Yeah, hey. playing a baseball game with the the smell of all that food being grilled. I don't. I mean, it's fun. It'll have a real stadium, real yeah. minor league, major league feel. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like one of those major league games. Yeah. Well, and, and obviously, too, I think that one of the biggest things, too, besides the player side, really, was the update to the scoreboard as well. I think that was one thing that definitely I think everybody, every state fan player, you name it, definitely said, yeah, that was 
overdue for sure. So uh, definitely mm-hmm. look forward to that. But um, you know, also too in the in the plans, are there any talks about a new home run song as well, or you know, are you sticking <laughs> oh, with it? That's a good don't know about that. You don't like yeah. you don't like that one, John. You don't like that one. <laughs> I do. No, I do. I, I just we we've had it for a while. So so you know, I just feel like you know you know most teams, especially by that time time, you know, they usually like try and bring in new ones. But no, I'm a fan of it for sure. You know, hey, gone baby, gone. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I guess it's a good thing if it gets old, right? Sure. Yeah. Oh, it, very good point. Very good point. Can't argue with that. So. um Anyway, so uh, so jumping into now talking about the team this year, obviously, um, you know, a, a, I wouldn't say a much different team, but definitely, you know, a lot of, you know, faces that, that State fans grew to love last year, like the Terrell Tatum, the Johnny Butler, the Evan Justice, uh, you know, even, even hey, Dalton Feeney, you know, hey, he's, he's, he's a name that all of State fans grew to love there, uh, you know, losing those guys overall. So, uh, but, I mean, just like you said, you know, with the Duke game, it was – it, it you know I think all state fans emotions went from like a curiosity to like a okay like that's what's up you know because I mean you know definitely getting fourteen runs on the board is a pretty solid uh, start for for some of these new faces so um, so Chris I'll ask you first you know uh, you know I guess kind of talking a little bit about the batting side because obviously that's the I feel like from a state fan perspective has the most questions for sure is, I mean, um, you know, some of these guys like, like Josh and, and Josh hood, um, you know, are there any batters specifically that, uh, that stood out to you um, specifically? Oh yeah. Josh hood, Gino, a bunch of guys did. I mean, I think the, I think a lot of players surprised a lot of us. So mm-hmm. and I feel like we're going to surprise. I feel like we're going to pick up where we left off from last year. I just feel like because the a lot of hitters didn't really strike out much. They're really good contact guys, and and plus with Chris Hart and Bo, like we have the best hit, hitting coach in the country. So yeah. I feel like with them and our new hitters, I feel like we will do or pick where we left off. I feel like it won't be an issue. <clears throat> yeah, Anything? watch out for watch out for some of these freshmen, um, hitting and pitching wise. We got <clears throat> we got a number of guys that I think can make an impact in in year one and. Um, the future, the future's bright for a lot of those guys. And um, the new guy, the new transfers, uh, Dom Palali, Gino Groover, Josh Hood, uh, hitting on the hitting side, you know, they got, they got good, good tools at the plate and they're hard to get out. And we saw that all fall. So I'm excited to see that play out this spring. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Rob. Yeah. Just um, jumping into that. I mean, like you said, you had um, you had Johnny Butler, Austin Murr, Tatum Torres, pretty much close to two, four, almost almost eight, nine hundred at bats right there last year. Um, but it sounds like you guys are pretty confident, yeah. and they're going to jump right in. And uh, I, I know the pitching's there, obviously, with you two guys, and you have a few other guys that stepped up last year when they needed to. But um, uh, who, who's who's a pitcher you think might might be stepping into a big role this year that really didn't pitch that much last year? Um, oh, King and I, th- I feel like Cooper King will, will be really good this year, and John, and a lot, of, especially some new freshmen like Carson Kelly will be really good for us, and JD. I feel like those guys will fill in roles and transfers like Dustin Lawson. I feel like we have a good, like good, like stronger group than last year, just like in yep. depth wise. I feel like we'll be able to use more guys and instead of really just like six from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of transfers and Logan Adams and. 
um, Justin Lawson. And then, yeah, he mentioned some freshmen too, Carson Kelly and Jacob Dennis. Um, I think, I think you're going to see a lot last year. You saw about five or six guys most of the year. I think you're going to see a lot more this year and we're excited about that. And, um, add added depth is always a good thing. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, obviously, too, you know, obviously bringing in two transfers, even specifically from UNC Charlotte, um, you know, talking to these guys at all, you know, do because definitely looking at this season, I feel like that I, I've pretty much said this, that, um, you know, for for any team next season, specifically when we make it to the postseason. I feel bad for them, honestly, because I truly do believe that like when we get to the postseason, that it's going to be like a fire under every 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 players, you know, butts and every coaching staff be like. Yeah, no, like, you know, we're going for all this year. Like there ain't nobody stopping us. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, so, I mean, do you, do you feel that some, that these new, new guys, whether it's freshmen like Peyton Green or transfers like Josh should, you know, have really bought into, to that message this year? Cause I mean, I think that definitely this year it is setting up to be just like you guys said, a special year for sure. And, yeah. Uh, and I think their expectation is the same as ours. They, they walked in on day one and their expectation is to end up in, in Omaha. And um, they they work hard, just like we've worked hard, just like last year's team worked hard. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen it from this year's team, and uh, we may be we may be a little bit younger, and we may have a lot of new faces, but we're mm-hmm. we're still wearing that NC State across our chest, and um, we're gonna we're gonna play as well as we can. Absolutely, Christian. Anything? Yeah, there? I think I think we, they all have bought in pretty well. I think they know like like what we want to do. I mean, what every team wants to do, but we want to do specifically. So, mm-hmm. and for us to have a whole bunch of new guys in the mesh really well as we have, I feel like we have something special going on here. Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group that has your whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. And, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, looking at even the schedule as well. And I kind of want to talk about this. I think it's especially for any local players, but even specifically for the fans, I think it's a great schedule this year, a very exciting schedule, obviously playing a lot of local teams actually when and list them out, but uh, uh, high point Campbell, UNCG, Elon, North Carolina, A&T, ECU, UNCW. So pretty much, it seems like pretty much anybody that's outside of the ACC that has a baseball team, we're playing them this year. So, uh, you know, definitely again, being two guys that are local, uh, you know, I mean, it, does it kind of bring a little bit more excitement to it? Like, you know, for example, like for you, Chris, playing your home hometown team of high points and, you know, Sam playing, you know, like the, you know, the, the Campbell or, who, you know, whoever on that, on the list, even ECU as well. I think that's going to be a really great matchup. You know, they're, I think projected to be a top 15 team and ECU is a tough place to play in. So uh, it should be a great challenge. Yeah. I think it's exciting for us. I'll play like, like in NC schools and, we were talking. I was talking to some old guys that came to Lyft the other day, and they said that we had ECU on the schedule. So they they, they told us um, to beat them pretty good this year. So we'll see how that goes. Yep. And for us to play teams like Campbell, like last year, I think like that's what Coach wants to do. So yeah, yeah. The 
the amount of college baseball talent in the state of North Carolina is is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. it, even if you like, even if we're talking non-conference teams, because there's already UNC, Wake Forest, and Duke. Um, yeah. But yeah, it seems like every single non-conference midweek game is against another North Carolina team. So that's that's kind of cool, and it's it's cool for us too because we have a bunch of friends that play it at those schools too, and so to get to right. to play against those guys and that you haven't seen since high school is always fun. Um, and then, yeah, I'm excited about the ECU home and home. Um, mm-hmm. Never gotten to play there in college, so that's that's a pretty cool environment, and uh, hopefully we can yeah. go in there and beat them and then beat them when they come here. Well, they're, they're, they're a rowdy crowd, uh, you know, uh, so, and, uh, but I mean, I think that, I think that if, if, uh, this, if you guys can get through Arkansas, then pretty much any other places like, eh, you know, we've, we've been through Arkansas. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. uh go, go ahead, Rob. Yeah. Just, um, looking at a couple, I know, I know it doesn't matter and it, it's where you're finished, but a couple of the rankings I saw, I think, um, D one baseball has this top 15 and then perfect game has this top 10. Um, I haven't seen Baseball Americas, but I'm sure we're in the same mix. Um, just going right. I know you've looked right at that first ACC weekend, and you have, I think it's Georgia or no, Florida State. So you have Florida State, Georgia Tech, and they have them in the top 25 as well. Um, and I know Wake is up there, and even Louisville, I think, is preseason top five in some uh, in some rankings. So how, how difficult of a road do you think it is? I know, listen, ACC every year is difficult, but um, – Tell us your thoughts on just every yeah. every weekend going into AC weekend. You're probably playing a top 25 team. Yeah, um, you're right. The ACC year in and year out is is good, and it looks this year like it's going to be an up year again. Um, a lot of good baseball teams, and so we're going to have to find ways to win. And early on in the year last year, we didn't do that very much, and we sort of figured it out. So we're kind of hopeful with the last year we had one we had like a double header against Davidson and we jumped right into ACC play so we kind of threw ourselves into the fire so um mm-hmm. we're ramping up we're playing some good non-conference teams in the first three weekends of the year but um yeah that'll help us kind of ramp it up and figure out what sort of lineup and pitching rotation that is going to put us in the best chance to succeed and um, hopefully we can win those series early on um, a little bit better than we did last year. Yeah. Yeah, like like what um, Sam just said, like us being into the fire from the first weekend didn't really help out so much last year in the beginning. So I feel like us having some non-conference games in the first three seasons with some good teams, I feel like that will benefit us to play the good teams in the ACC, which there's not really like an off weekend with ACC. Every yeah. team is good, so. Yeah, that's good. That's good for us to have the first three weekends where we can play some really good non-conference games mm-hmm. for us to jump into um, ACC play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Well, and even adding in too, I mean, I know that uh, it seems like every single year we always have a, a a home game against Coastal Carolina as well, which you know is is you know definitely school that you know has a, has a great coastal uh, baseball program for sure. Um, you know, so 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 looking at you know overall, you know, obviously the. Um, you know, overall this season. Well, first of all, I want to ask you, Chris, specifically. So, you know, obviously, we lost to uh, you know, I I would argue one of the greatest closers in NC State history, and Evan Justice. And uh, it's definitely, it's going to be a a big uh, you know shoe to fill for sure. But I mean, obviously, you got to look at you, Chris, specifically, and go, hey, 
I mean, are we going to see you closing it all this season? Or, I mean, you know, do, you know, is there somebody else specifically we should be looking at to maybe fill that role? Uh, if, that's what, if Coach wants me to close and do Evans Raw, I'll definitely do it for sure. Whatever he wants me to do, I'll do okay. it. So if he wants me to close or start, I'll be more than happy to do either one. And then I'm sure I'm sure I'll just get some tips from Evan how he closed games, and I'll definitely do. I'll definitely fill in those shoes. And Sam, I'm sure you're yep. filling the same shoes. I love it. You'll be uh, you'll be at the starting rotation. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that I'll start off that way this year, and hopefully uh, be able to have another another good year. And um, if I'm handing the ball off to to Chris, I got a lot of confidence in in that. But I also feel like um, I used this analogy before, yeah. like I'm an Atlanta Braves fan and, uh, we lost Ronald Acuna this year and then they replaced him with like five different guys. Basically they went out and got a bunch of outfielders. And so, um, if it's not Evan justice, then it's, you know, we've got a handful of guys that, that can get the job done. And hopefully, you know, that's, that's where strategy works for us as well. Um, the good thing about Chris is he's really good, whether he's a starter, middle relief or a, or a closer. So um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the coaches are going to do. That's a tough, that's a tough decision to make. Yeah. No. Well, again, it's, it's, it's not an easy one, but just like you said, I mean, I think that definitely the strength of this team is, you know, really obviously sitting here in front of two of them, you know, definitely our bullpen next year. And and like even specifically one guy that, uh, well, I guess two guys I really kind of highlight that, you know, maybe one that state fans haven't heard, but one that state fans have heard. Uh, Andrew Tillery is somebody that I know for me personally, you know, not necessarily being a huge baseball guy, I definitely saw a lot of potential there. And I know he, I think he had surgery last season that kept him out. Um, and, uh, but also, too, I think Garrett Payne as well. What, what, what was that, Sam? Uh, Baker, are you, you mean Baker Nelson had, Baker Nelson had surgery. Sorry. Yeah, he's the last surgery okay. that cut out last year. Yeah, you might have said that. Uh, okay. Um, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. No, it's all it's all good. <laughs> no, but uh and then the other and then the other guy being obviously Garrett Payne. I think uh, you know, obviously getting thrown in the fire against Vanderbilt and pitching five innings, only giving up three runs. I mean, I think that was a pretty good tryout to to Coach Avon to say, Hey, I mean, maybe I should be in, you know, li- line up a little bit as well. So uh um, you know, uh you know, again, I, I think it's. I think it should be a, a, a not. It should be. A, it should be a fun uh, predicament for Coach Avon this year to you know fill out the lineup each week. But you know, hey, that's why they're paying the big bucks, right? So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Rob, you got any- no, I think that's that's great. We appreciate you guys coming on. Um, we're in the heat of the football playoffs. Who, who what do you got for the Super Bowl? Who's your win- Who's who? Who's going to win? Oh, well, since the Steelers lost last night to the Chiefs, and Steelers are my team, I think I'm about to go with the Chiefs Lose to the champ, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I think I want I think I want the Bills to win, and uh, the way Josh Allen played okay. last week, it's it's going to be tough yeah. to stop him. Cool. Yep. And then, uh, and you know, and actually, too, I actually just have one last question as well, just for fun as well. But I'll ask each each you guys this. So, so besides, you know, the the team perspective, because I know obviously, you know, from a team perspective, this might be an easy question in terms of talking about goals per se. But for you specifically, each of you, what goals do you have personally for uh, for yourself for the twenty twenty two season? And Sam, I'll let you answer that first. Um. 
I've got a few, um, most of them like performance related, obviously the team goals come first. Like I'd rather have a, a bad season and sure. we end up in the college world series and then play well. And overall we're not quite as good, but, um, I'm trying to yeah. consistently like hold, hold velocity later in the games. I think, um, that's goal number one for me. And so I've, I've been trying to work in the weight room and on conditioning a little bit, trying to, to get stronger and get a little bit more endurance. Um, so hopefully, you know, like last year, my longest outing was that Vanderbilt game, seven, seven and a third. Hopefully, you know, seven is somewhat of a regular number for me this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris? For me, just to be more like a, a vocal leader for my team in, the, in this season, just to be more of a leader just because we have a bunch of new guys now and then, and then, like, someone who they wanted to talk to besides the coaches, like, I want to be that person. So that's probably the biggest goal for me besides, like, team goals. And I guess other than that, just, like, getting stronger and just be able to work on my breaking ball so I can use it more efficiently in games. Other than that, nothing really – no other goals than that for sure. <clears throat> Thank you, Chris and Sam, for again, for joining us today. Really do appreciate y'all's time. And, uh, and again, definitely from, from, from us here, Rob and I, definitely wish you guys best of luck this season. And we'll – be supporting y'all all the way and uh, definitely hoping to see y'all at whatever play, you know, I, I can't even keep up at this point. What, what stadium the AC championship is this year, but definitely looking forward to, to seeing y'all wherever that is. And then again, our first AC championship here, you know, to get started with, and then, and then we'll see y'all in Omaha whenever the time comes. Right. Love it. Love it. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you all so much again for tuning in. Make sure, again, if you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that we don't miss out on any new NC State content. Uh, give us a follow Tuffy Talk now on Twitter, Instagram, as well as, if you wouldn't mind, give this video a like so that way more NC State fans can check out this awesome, awesome NC State baseball preview. But thank you all so much again for your time. And as always, go back, y'all. Peace.